Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is... I got you, boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back. We always do this. We actually did not prep. We just kind of jumped right in. We went two feet mm-hmm. <laughs> cannonballed in without giving you the heads up as to how we do this thing. Oh my gosh. So AMQ, why don't you tell us who we have? And I mean, they can tell by the title, I'm assuming. We haven't picked the title yet, but I'm assuming the topic is going to be in the title. You know what? People just listen to us on a weekly basis and don't even need to look at the title. You know? Yeah, that's true. Just- this is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just commit. So we have Kelsey Fish here, who is a breathwork coach. She does a gajillion other things too, but we're specifically zeroing in on all things breathwork today. I know that Becca and I were really excited because this is something that both of us like really aren't that familiar with. So we're learning together, Boo Crew, and we know you're going to do a great job of teaching us. So thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm excited to. I love sharing about this because I feel like so many people like meet this in their lives. Like I just want to get it into people's households. And when they understand it, they're like, why the hell did it take me so long to to figure this out. Yes. Yep. Totally. I've never been good with the whole like slowing down, mm-hmm. breathing. Really? Relaxing. I know. It's wild because. I'm a Pilates instructor now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's the coolest exactly. part is that I, I went after Pilates because I knew that that was what I needed. Like my nervous system really needed it. And now I'm like, <laughs> I get to teach people <laughs> about okay. the value of yes. the breath. Yes. And, I mean, AMQ, like, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm the same personality as you. Like we have a hard time like stopping and slowing down. Yeah. And that's also literally why I went into breath work is because I needed to get myself uncomfortable. Like I never went into breath work to teach it. I went in it because I needed to do the work. And then when that opened up the gates to like, oh, I want to do this. Like I dive into the depths of my soul when I want to go in with something. And yeah, it was just because I needed to do the work myself. So I can totally relate to that. Totally. Okay, before we get into serious though, we want to be silly. (laughs) So we literally dove right in and we were like, hi. And then we were like, wait, now that we've introduced Kelsey... Becca always has fun questions, so I'm relying on her for fun questions. <laughs> she has this, the Boo Crew knows that she has this like ridiculous note in her phone with ridiculous questions, just stuff she thinks of. I don't know how you come up with this stuff. I was going to say, where do you come up with this stuff? I, I don't It's I don't. either like just random thoughts that I have, or sometimes it's random discussions I have with my fourth graders, or mm. just existing and living life. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I did actually, as I'm opening my notes on my phone, I did come up with a title, a potential title for this. Wow. Look at us working. I don't know where I was going with it. I don't know if like Buzz Lightyear was on TV. I wrote to Breathwork and Beyond, like to Infinity and Beyond. Don't know where. (laughs) Zero recollection of that. Okay. (laughs) 
And you'll see if that's in fact the title. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if that makes the cut, friends. It's always a Wednesday back and forth voice notes of just random processing. Sometimes, sometimes Becca will just uh, send me like a voice note and it'll be like, hi, can you please ask Andrew what he thinks of this? And then he'll, she'll ask the question and then she'll be like, and I would also like your answer, of course. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's one. I'm trying to pick ones that I'm really slacking on filling this note, actually. Okay. Do you put the pasta in the water before it fully boils? I do not. No. <gasps> really? No. It has I feel to be like, like a full boil. You know what? Yeah. Like I really practice my patience here. And wow. That thing's not going. It's, it's not, the pasta's not going in yet. No. So are you the same way with like an oven preheating? No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, like I turn the oven on and the chicken tenders go in right away. Oh, I great. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes, yes. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, do you mix foods on your plate or do they have to be kept separate? I'm a mixer. Well, it same. depends what it is, but like I'm not picky. If something's touching, I'm not like... If people are like that, they're very much like that. And it's like, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I joke that like everything could be a casserole like, and I would live my casserole <laughs> dreams. Amen. I just love it. I know we've asked this before, but I just think it's such a good question. If you could ride into battle on any animal, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think of this stuff? Barley. Barley. <laughs> like, can I say barley? Because it would definitely be a barley. The amount of people who see my dog and go, is that a dog? Like, he's huge. <laughs> I think he could be pretty intimidating, but also, like, capture the attention of various people. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> if you... I, we asked this one too, but this is a good one. If you are in an elevator and you, okay, the doors open the elevator and there's someone in there that like you kind of know, like you just know their existence and they know your existence, but you, there's not really any personal connection. Do you say anything to them or do you just pretend like you're on your phone doing your thing? I would say something to them, but it's funny because my answer would not be that like three years ago. Mm. But yeah, I would probably say something and then I would probably try and make it awkward for them and it would be fun. That's a good one. Okay, great. Okay, this is a private parts one. Okay. Are, oh. Is that a boundary for you or are you okay with that? Let's do it. Would you rather have sunburn on your booty hole or constantly chapped nipples? Oh. <laughs> Those are both awful. This was added Ooh. yesterday. I don't... Um, I think it may be like... <laughs> I think maybe chap nipples because I can like, I don't want to be putting aloe on my asshole all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like if you just put like a little bit of um, Vaseline and a pasty, it's a little bit more doable. You could you know? do that. Yeah. 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 Toilet paper. Is it folding over or under? Over. A hundred percent. You're a psychopath yeah. if you choose otherwise. Yeah. Who <laughs> says under? I don't like, know. I don't know. I've actually asked this a few times on Instagram and there there always are some people. Oh, you know what? You you're asking her how you come up with how she comes up with these questions, but you do that sometimes when you and Chris have date nights. Yeah, and then I ran out of my creativity and we stopped it. 
<laughs> That's true. That hasn't been around. You should bring that seat. Bring back the series. I think you got, yeah, like this is genius. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I have, Doug, I get no credit for this. I, I, I get stumped every time she sends me one. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Because I overthink. I'm, a, I'm like a, anytime I'm given like a multiple choice question, I can justify all of the answers. So then given a question like this, I think of all the potential yeah. answers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, like, just give me an answer. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. First thing that comes to your mind, I'm going to come up with so many different answers after this podcast. And I'm going to be asking my fiance like, hey, you're riding into battle. What are you on? Yes. What animal are you on? And it was also funny because as soon as that question came up, I just imagined all regular animals, giant size, like a giant bunny rabbit. (laughs) Like yeah. everything was huge. Like there was not any regular size no. animals. Like everyone oh. was ginormous. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you could have any animal as a pet, but it was like cat size, it could be any animal, but cat sized. What would it be? It would be a barley. It would oh. be, <laughs> it would be there my dog, but in mini size or like, I love like mini lions. What are they called? Yes. That would be mine. A mini lion or mini like, elephant. If they could just stay that size, that would be so mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Little lion cubs. Yeah. Cute. They, yep. I mean, they're probably pretty fierce, but they seem really cute. Yeah. Small not, but mighty. Not fierce. Yes. As babies. Who knows? Yeah. I feel like they probably are, though, if they're the king of the jungle. <laughs> Probably. This is true. They got that name for a reason, I feel, but who knows? Okay, last one, because we haven't had a yes to this answer yet. Oh. Have oh, you ever geez. seen your neighbors bringing in their groceries? Whoa, no. Like, you know everyone's going <laughs> grocery shopping, right? Everyone's going grocery shopping, but no one's ever seen each other bringing in their groceries. Like, Why? I feel like everybody has seen me do it, but right. they probably haven't. But now that I think of it... Mm-hmm. But I'm going to look out for that now. Yeah. That's oh. all I have. That's it's amazing. It's a little harder for me because I'm in a condo. But yeah, I mean, but- I definitely have. Oh, you have? I definitely have. I have yeah, not. Like, I definitely 100% have. Because I guess when I was in my condo, the yeah. and they're holding like a bajillion, you know, they're, they're doing the whole like, take all the groceries in one trip. <laughs> yes. It's always one trip or bust. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard in a condo. It's very hard. But yeah, you do it. I definitely do. <laughs> wow, good questions, guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> now that you're all warmed up. Yep. Yeah, now we can get serious. Yeah, enough now about booty get- holes and chapped nipples. Let's get down to business. <laughs> Let's get down to your diaphragm. Yes. <laughs> oh my really God. Bad. Bring it down, way down to the body. Oh, you meant, never mind. I thought you meant a female. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we were talking about breath work. We're talking about breath work today, by the yep. way. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, who's wearing a diaphragm right now? Okay, sorry, we're back. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I get it. I understand. Wow. Okay, so I know you already kind of touched on this quickly, quickly, but can you delve a little bit more into why breath work? Like what, what happened? Like, you know, did you like read something somewhere, listen to a podcast episode, see a bird fly through the sky and decide I want to do breath work? Like, what did, what happened? I guess my love story with breath work began a few years ago. I mean, I've always been into the, the mindset side of things coming from a psychology and neuroscience background. 
Um, And like bridging that gap has always been so interesting to me. But it was like, no matter how many books I read, how many podcasts I listened to, I just kept butting up against the same wall and just like repeating the same patterns. And without going into too much detail there, breathwork entered my world. I actually came across someone on, on like, it literally fell into my lap. Someone went live on Instagram and they were doing this breathwork practice. And I was like, whoa. And then I I think I did like, I saw like a Tony Robbins video and he was doing some breath work in his, his video. And it was like pretty intense, but I was like, what's going on? Like, this is a kind of interesting. Like, I want to do more of this. I came across um, someone I was following on Instagram. She was a breathwork instructor, kind of following her for a little bit. She had her own um, breathwork facilitator program. And I was like, okay. Actually, I didn't even like think about it. It was kind of just something that I was like, I'm doing this. And it was the thing to like, just take me so much deeper. And like I said, in the beginning, when I first tried breath work, it was because I wanted to do the work. Like I genuinely needed something different for my own body. Like for as long as I can remember, I have felt disconnected from my body. That's just how I've always been, especially the last few years of like going through so much so many changes and pivots in the, in your life. If you're someone who's, you know, coming out of university and then trying to figure out your job, where do you live? What do you do? All your friends are doing these things. Like there was just so much happening and I was just so disconnected from myself. Like I had no idea what my body was trying to communicate with me. And I got to the point where I realized that and I became aware of that. And that was kind of like the switch to say, okay, like something needs to change here. So yeah, love it. If you were to define breathwork, what would it be? So breathwork is the practice of moving dense energies throughout the body. So you're moving any lodged emotions or traumas that are stuck inside of us, inside our subconscious. Um, And it's through the breath that we can basically move that stuff up and out. It's kind of like we're kicking up the dust inside the body and just allowing that all to like settle. So that's Ooh, like, I didn't, I did not realize it was that deep. I thought it was just like a calming meditative exercise. I didn't all. realize it was, there was such a big cleansing aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that really allows us to hack into our own nervous system. Quite literally, like we can control a lot of stuff once we get inside the body. It's not just something we sit there and go like, okay, I'm going to meditate, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. I got, I got, my meditation facilitator training too. But I always start with breath work because it's through breath work that we're like, we're kicking up that dust. And then in meditation is when we can sit and just like allow it to settle and allow our minds to settle. But I've noticed a big difference when it comes to me like doing a breath work practice and then sitting in meditation. That's when I can go deep in my meditation Ooh. versus me just sitting here and being like, okay, I'm going to meditate. It's like, that doesn't, it's never really worked for me. And I know I should probably practice more, but it's breath work just gets you, gets you to a place that like, I want people to experience it and be like, whoa, I went there. Like, what was that? That's how I want people to to think after they do a session. 
And I can see how that's intimidating to people because I think at first, like initially, it's way easier to like turn your nose up at it and call it bogus Yeah. because when you, in order to heal, I just put a post up about this. I shared somebody's when you're talking about healing, when you need to heal, truly heal, you have to like kind of get back in tune with that trauma and mm -hmm. go back there in order to truly heal it. Cause otherwise you're just coping. Right. So healing and coping are two very different things, but the way that you just described it, it sounds like it's way more of an, a deep rooted acknowledgement of that trauma in order to like connect. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I know it can seem very daunting to start, especially mm -hmm. if you're like, oh, I'm doing this breathwork session and it's like 40 minutes long. You're like, what the heck am I getting myself into? If you find something that you can start small with to just get yourself like warmed up. Another way I like to explain this is almost picture you have like this giant iceberg inside of your body. And as you start to practice breath work, as you start to get familiar with your body, it's basically like bringing warm to the frozen. So Ooh. basically just adding like warm to that pain. And eventually it's not just going to melt right away, but over time, that big block, that big iceberg gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But you need the breath to do this to actually get inside of the body. So even just a quick five, 10 minute practice is a great way to dip your toes in. If you're someone who says like, oh, a 40 minute class is really daunting to me. I just want to like get familiar with my body. Then it doesn't have to be crazy. We love a metaphor moment here. So that was a good one. Yes, we do. I I'm not sure a lot of metaphors person. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question though. So if you're saying, because I too didn't realize how how deep it was, honestly, yeah. until I started watching you. Like I remember when you signed up for your certification, I, I watched it all happen. Yeah. But have you, so are, is it customary that like when you have your clients that are working through this stuff, is it customary that people have like a very physical reaction? Like, is it normal to cry, for example, or, you know, start having, for me, anytime I've done breath work, I've actually had a hard time breathing slowly. Like the yeah. forced slow breathing has actually brought up panic, like mm -hmm. made my breath quicker, if that makes yeah. sense. So does that happen? And is that normal? So yes, yes. And no. So it depends on the practice that you're doing. What's awesome about breath work is that there's so many different styles and it's going to be and feel different depending on what you need. So if someone comes to me and there may be someone who does have a hard time sitting with their emotions, I might do a little more like balancing relaxation session with them. But because the breath is a tool to shift our nervous system in a way to create a relaxation response or a hyper arousal response, I just want to make sure that I know what they desire so that I can give them what they need. I'm not going to give them this hyper arousal practice if I know that they're already someone who gets aroused very easily by maybe having panic attacks or maybe feeling like they just can't handle a lot of things or deal with a lot of overwhelm. So it's really just a way for you to be in the pilot seat and not just a passenger of like your life where you're just kind of being swept with the wind. There's different ways, different sessions, different practices and techniques. And that's going to depend on what the person needs. How I, I should say the right facilitator should know and ask you a lot of questions for what you, what you really need. Wow. 
Got it. So I guess, is it like, do you communicate or is it just strictly breathing? Yeah. So I'll be guiding them the entire time. So yeah, I'll be communicating with them where to be feeling their breath, where to be holding their breath, just giving people those reminders. I think for someone like me, I really appreciate that stuff because if I try and sit there and just breathe or meditate, I get lost in everything. And like I'm I'm great at being able to pull my awareness back to my breath now. But I still do love being guided by someone to let, you know, tell me what to do and what I should be feeling, or even just give me some questions so that I can come back to an intention that maybe I'm creating for the session um, and be very focused on to that. All about those intentions, man. so interesting it really is so interesting because it's like you don't need anything but your breath Mm -hmm. to do breath work right I feel like every time we say that I need to take a breath like I'm finding myself taking a lot of deep breaths just talking about breath (laughs) good (laughs) it's so wild right that you we have so much power within us, like without using any actual external tools, like you can literally just use what you have. But I think, see, that's for me, I think that it it kind of blows my mind that we're capable of as humans of doing that and that it's all of us can do it. We just don't know how, right? We're just sort of like you before you knew you don't know what you don't know. Like then you hear about it and you're like, oh, I don't know if I could sit through 40 minutes. Like you said, like, I don't know if I could actually do that. For me, it's because I'm like, what? Like I would, I have tried and I clearly I'm not, I'm still working on it. I do really, you know, end up breathing too fast or starting to think about things I shouldn't be thinking about. And I have a really hard time being in the present moment. So I don't know, I guess I'm trying to ask a question around that, but is there, is there anything that you would say to your clients when they're having a tough time? I guess the proper term would be getting grounded, getting grounded in their breath. Is there any technique that you use to help with that? Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say, you just reminded me of this when you started talking about it, but the idea of us all having it inside of us already I had my mentor come on my podcast and she spoke about the idea of like our breath being a drug. And the first time she tried breath work, it was like, she was on this breath high and she was like, what is this drug that I don't need to take any medication or pop pill for? And I feel like this incredible. And that's another, I don't know, another little analogy for you guys of breath work literally acting as like, you are your own drug. You're always your own drug. You're, you're, always there to be able to pull an energy or you're always there to pull anxiety from yourself and it always comes from you. Um, And our body's always signaling something to us. Like our body's always giving us some sort of emotion or gut issue or skin issue. Like that's all something our body's trying to communicate with us. But As far as technique goes, if someone's having a hard time grounding themselves into the moment to even just start a breathwork practice, I would just say put a hand on a belly, hand on the heart and focus on deep belly breathing. Um, A lot of people hold their breath up in their chest and their throats. Mm -hmm. And when we can just take that deep breath, fully expand your belly, like breathe into your hand, really pushing outwards and then bringing your breath up through the chest 
then up to the chest, or sorry, up through the rib cage, then to the chest, and then all the way back out, almost pulling that belly button in towards the spine, you already immediately get this sense of like, like I already have this relief come over me that wasn't there a minute ago. And so really just focusing on activating the vagus nerve, which comes from the belly, is a great way to ground yourself into the moment if you're having a hard time just getting into that. Brings a whole new meaning to the term when my when kids are upset and you tell them to take a belly breath. Yeah. <laughs> makes, it's You're like, like a I whole, should take some. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, actually, my kids ask me all the time why I take deep breaths, but when I'm like, just take a belly breath and then come talk to me. I don't even think I realized what I was saying. Now I'm like, no, do you have any idea what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of a big deal. <laughs> the science behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine explaining that to your 10-year-olds, like making them be like, no, really, take a belly breath. Push outwards. Yeah. Hold they actually, your belly. They're actually very receptive to it. Like we do, it's nice. part of our um, guidance and mindset time that we have. And we talk to them about how they can calm down their brain receptors and their stress receptors mm-hmm. and how breathing is so much part of that. And then like what all of those parts do. And of course, they're like little characters in video. But, um, you know, we I feel like we lose that as adults, like we know to do it as kids, or at least we're hopefully making that direction. (laughs) But then somewhere along the line, it's like the spiral happens and we can laugh at it and call it a spiral and it's whatever, but then you get lost in it so much. And then, you know, it's just, how often would you say you practice this? I try every day, but it's more even in a sense of like, you can be doing it the cool thing about breathwork is that you could be doing it and no one would even know you're doing it. I was sitting in a waiting room today before an appointment I was at and I was just doing some equal ratio breathing like there in the little room I was in and no one knew I was doing it. And that's just something that like you can always go to. You can be sitting in traffic and start doing some breath work. It doesn't have to be something crazy where it's like, I need to start using my whole body and like get physical It could just be that gentle cleansing practice of like, okay, this person really just pissed me off or, you know, I can tell I'm feeling a little triggered right now and I need to breathe a little bit. So yeah, you can just do, you know, take some time throughout your day and breathe. But yeah, I would say, I don't know, I guess if you're brand new to the practice, try and do it a few times a week, see how you're feeling and set a reminder and try it out. Yeah. I feel like that that's so true. I think we often think that these big things that we want to start making a habit have to be these big mm-hmm. blocks of time. So that's a nice yeah. reminder that, you know what, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> it can be when you're just learning how to acknowledge yourself feeling heightened and your nervous system being activated and just practicing pausing. Yeah, I think that's why I loved it so much in the beginning because I was like, this isn't something I need to sit down and do like a 20-minute meditation every day. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um But for me to stay consistent with something, I wanted something I can just get like bite-sized pieces of and slowly move myself in and build on every single practice that I was learning. And sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, five minutes was good enough for me today. And other days I'm like, shit, my body needs this. Like my body is telling me to go there today. Um, And that's what's cool too about breath work. It's like, what's your body telling you today? What are you feeling? What does your body need from you? So, yeah. Okay, I want to know because I know you've also, you share 
pretty consistently about your weight gain journey. Mm-hmm. So cool. Love it. Um, and it's something that, you know, we don't see enough in my personal opinion. So I appreciate the candor around it. And I want to know how breath work and getting in tune with your breath and then making that shift because you would have had to make like nutrition changes, habit changes, probably movement changes, it seems. How have those two, like, have they worked really well together or did you have, did you struggle with finding like a nice balance between being on this weight gain journey and then also breathing better, I guess. Yeah. So I think the biggest piece that breathwork has helped with my weight gain journey has been feeling safe in my body. I think when I started my weight gain journey, there was a lot of shame and guilt that was coming up from, you know, this is so not what maybe someone wants to see online because they want the the latest fat loss program. And I just felt really unsafe in my body because it felt like what I was doing was so against what was normal in my life. Like I was always striving to be smaller and, you know, all that stuff. So for me, it was, I need to just drop into like my true essence, my, my body and feel safe with that. And that's something that breathwork really helped me with, but definitely, definitely a lot of challenges with the entire embodiment side of being able to feel confident in that and being able to like move forward in a way that I wasn't necessarily moving in before um, and pivoting with my weight gain journey. So when I talk about embodiment, embodiment to me is just dropping into your own true essence, not what anybody else is doing, not what anybody else is saying, but in your own energetic field, your own force truly and just attending to your own sensations. And like I said, our bodies are always signaling to us something. And for me, it was like, I had an irregular period. And that was something I was just ignoring for a long time. Um, There were so many different things that would come up that, you know, lack of energy, lack of feeling like I want to be pleasured, like all of these different things. And my body was that compass and being able to remind myself through the breath that like, that's a safe place. And to use that as a guide for my weight gain journey completely changed everything. So I feel like it was so challenging because it made me face a lot of the stuff that I was just pushing down. And I was like, oh no, like I'll be good because I share my life online and people want to see weight loss and all this stuff. Um, But for me, it was like, that didn't feel like something that I desired And I needed to take care of my own true essence, my own needs. So definitely a lot of challenges, but in the best, best way, because it totally shifted my identity, my business. And now I feel freaking amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Talk about a confidence boost too. Like to just feel so at peace. And like you were saying, a safe space in your body and how you learn to like earn your trust back in that way too. Yeah. How breathwork has helped guide that is just so powerful, I feel. So that, yeah. that's just definitely something you should be proud of. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Thank you. So what resources, where does someone start if they're like, I want to control my breathing? And if they're listening right now thinking like, my nervous system is remixing and beating all over the place, dropping all the beats, mm. where do they start? 
I would say, come to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> I but will, really? But really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I will say, this is a big mistake I made at the beginning of my journey. I like just YouTubed a breathwork session oh. and it was very intense. And I literally almost passed out. Like, <gasps> I got so lightheaded and I was like, what the heck am I doing? And it came back to me being like feeling not safe in my body. And I just really needed someone to like hold that space for me and guide me through a practice that I could get into. Um, So definitely if you're open to it, like have someone guide you through a practice. Promise you um, or find some. There's a ton of resources like on Instagram. People do lives and... IGTVs and reels and or of course chat with me always open to help guide people through their practices especially if they're brand new to breath work because it can feel again very daunting and I don't want people making the same mistakes I did yeah I can imagine too that it's a personal thing like you're you're saying that you're asking do you call them clients? I don't, I want to use the right yeah. knowledge here. Okay. So like if you're, if you're meeting with someone and you're asking what they need and what's the best thing for them, YouTube isn't going to necessarily have that personal connection or to meet your needs in that way. I think like yeah. we're so quick to YouTube things and Google. Exactly. Things. It's the same as like your fitness journey, right? If you want the desired results, it's going to be like, you got to put the investment into the work that you want to do. And you're always going to be your greatest return of investment with breathwork, like, and with everything. But hands down, like, it's really, really helpful to have someone there for you who knows what they're doing and guiding you through that. So, yeah. You might not always know what you need, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Like, a client might, like, for example... Becca and I may know like, hey, this is what happens to me when I get activated by something or my nervous system activates when this, but that's because we have invested a lot of time and energy into doing inner work and continue to, right? But not everybody necessarily knows. Like somebody might just come to you and I'm sure they do, right? And they're like, I don't, I just know I need this, but like, I have no idea what I need. So you might find yourself right navigating through like what works best for them, I suppose. This was exactly what I, I basically said when I started breathwork, I was like, I don't even know what I need with this. I just know I need to do something. I need to do the work here. But that's what exactly what breathwork brought to me is that it became something that acted as a catalyst for me to become familiar with my internal landscape. Like it was a thing to help me hack into my nervous system to actually become aware of what my body was communicating with me um, and really just help me become confident in my own voice and get clear on what I desired. That was something that I really struggled with. It was like, I want to be seen in a clear way and I don't really know how I want to be seen right now. And so I always turn to breath work when I get in those breaths and when I get through those phases because your body always knows. Your intuition always, always, always knows. And if you're feeling disconnected from that, you need to get familiar with that internal landscape again. You need to get familiar with your own blueprint because you do have something maybe unique, a message that needs to be shared, a voice that needs to be heard, but that's not going to be done without connecting back to that intuition and hacking back into your nervous system, essentially. How does this, I mean, you might've touched on this already, but how does that work? How does breathing help your nervous system? Like how do, how are they connected? 
Yeah. So when we are using the breath, we're basically working with the subconscious nervous system, which is where we hold a lot of our patterns, beliefs, um, again, a lot of emotions and traumas and stuff like that. So when we are doing specific practices, um, there's specific practices that actually activate the vagus nerve, which is the thing that connects the gut to the mind. And when we can do that, we're actually tapping into our subconscious nervous system, which is where we're able to finally do the work at a nervous system level, at a cellular level. So when I'm working through a session with my clients and maybe they're feeling sensations and tingles, I'm always just reminding them that, you know, the work's happening at a cellular level. And whether that helps you right now continue to stay in your body or not, I promise you, the breath is going to be that thing that moves that dense energies throughout our body rather than just sitting there and trying to like listen to a book or read a podcast because we're still going to get caught in those same patterns if we're not getting into the body. It could be like you have the worst money mindset in the world, but you read a book or you listen to a podcast and it's like, I got this. Like, I don't know why I was ever stressed about money. And then your significant other brings up buying a house and you're like, absolutely freaking not. Like I cannot afford that. You have all the limiting beliefs that come up. It's because we're not truly getting inside side of the body, which is where we hold all of that, all those beliefs. So I don't know if that really answered it. but No, it did. It totally did. And I love how you brought up having it be not surface level. Because when we are reading books and we're listening to all the podcasts and we can apply it to our lives in some way, which I know this is a hard truth. So some people might get irked by this, but- <laughs> You can regurgitate the things that you learn and you listen to and how you like kind of apply it to life. But until you really dig at those hard truths and those things that you don't want to admit to yourself that you need to work through on that cellular level, when you feel it activating in your body, then you're just kind of putting a bandaid on it. You're not healing what's underneath the bandaid, if that makes sense. Am I understanding what you're trying to explain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was just going to say something that I lost my track, but I was going to say that when we're, by all means, if you're reading the books and listening to the podcast, like that's amazing. Like I do that every day still. That is stuff I do every (laughs) single day and I would not be here without that stuff. But when you're using the breath, those full breaths that you're taking, for example, those deep belly breaths, it's communicating to the body via the brain, again, that vagus nerve that it's safe to relax, it's safe to release. And then you're activating that parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. So that's basically like a simple way of putting it. But yeah, just again, those deep belly breaths is enough for you to activate that bo- that brain-body connection. Like there's there's a reason why we say, like think of, when you think about like when you were a kid, right? When you're anyone in your life told you to just breathe. I mean, literally I get told to just breathe on a daily basis because of who I am. (laughs) But when someone says to you, just breathe, it's, it's a simple, it's a very simple thing to say, but now I'm realizing just hearing you talk that unfortunately it's become, it's almost like the value of, of saying just breathe has been taken away because when you really do actually just breathe, right? take a second and just breathe, you really do feel the change in your body. But how many of us actually, we hear it, but we don't listen, you know? 
Or you hear it and you want to fight against it because it's like, when in the history of yeah. life has anyone calmed down by being told to calm down? It kind right. of, some people want to fight that and be like, I don't, I can't breathe right now. How do you expect me to breathe right now? Yeah. But like you said, it's already within you. You have full control over it. And, you know, don't just be so reactive. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have um, an Apple Watch, AMQ. I know you do because I'm, I have oh, yeah. a friend on it, but you know what it tells you? Time to breathe. And, yeah. And sometimes yeah. you're like, shut the fuck up. No, it's not time to breathe. Like, get away. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like a perfect example of it because so often we're like, no, I don't need to breathe. Like I'm fine. But like, what if you just took a minute to freaking breathe and like deep into the belly? I'm about to turn that notification back on because I turned it off. It was annoying <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's so funny because I actually, um, the last Pilates class I took, it was so, it was like right after the class, like right after the class, it was like <laughs> time to breathe. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm trying to take the one. I just breathed very hard for 90 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, let's just take one minute more. Clearly you didn't catch that. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. If we really did just breathe, I, it's, it's like a running joke. Malin's going to hear this and he's 100%. He has 100% jumped in on the pod at times and he's, he'll be like, just relax because it's like a running joke. Yeah. But truually, like Becca's right. When have you ever been told to just relax <laughs> and when, actually yeah. just relax? Oh, yeah. If anything, Never. you're like, that triggers me more than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like I'm me. I'm like, I'm relaxed. I am so relaxed. <laughs> like yeah. you sound very relaxed. When Melon says it in our group chats, but like, uh, or like, is the audio okay? Or like something happened when we were recording. And Melon's like, relax, but he does it with a bunch of X's at the end. And I'm like, oh, you're going to make her mad. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't and I do get that. mad. <laughs> oh no. Why are you yeah. telling me to relax? Uh, I'm fine. Oh, oh you sound fine. <laughs> but it's, it is so true though that like we just need to be more uh -huh. open to the fact that maybe we just need to breathe yeah like, nothing can be nothing can be solved and worked through when you're high and tense and all of the things exactly so how, how can you tell the difference between a like breath work high like, cause you said it was like a drug. I'm calling it high. I don't know. If that's, really <laughs> that's not the technical <laughs> they're like this is terrifying now it feels like I'm gonna be on a drug yeah, now I'm like, am I high? Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this it? Between that and like the panic of, oh my gosh, this is the, this is just that work. It's working. Um, or are they the same? <laughs> I think it's like, it's really just, you, you trust your body and your intuition when you're moving through it. And it's, mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to like expect to feel a certain way. Um, but just coming back to the body again, getting familiar with the internal landscape, getting familiar to maybe any signs and signals that your intuition's trying to communicate with you, giving you a little flutter, a little vision of something. And that in itself might be enough to give you like that feeling of high, that feeling of, oh my God, like, why did this just show up for me? Why is this coming through to me? Because your mind always knows, your body always, always, always knows. Mm -hmm. Surrendering to it, fam. Surrender to the Amen. work. Yes. yes. This has been so insightful. I've learned so much. I had no idea it went this deep. Yeah. Great to also um, just assess your nervous system if it's dysregulated as well. AMQ, that was a reminder that just came to me when, you know, someone tells you like, 
just relax or like chill out or something like that. Like my fiance used to tell me that all the time. And I say used to because I have now witnessed (laughs) myself becoming chronically activated from this this phrase. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that was a sign that my nervous system was dysregulated. Like it's just a great way to be able to return yourself to like that baseline, give yourself that factory reset going to take practice, of course. And I still practice when I see a pan in the in the sink that I have asked to be washed a million times. Um, but that stuff, like all of those things is like an awareness to me now. It's not something that I am maybe triggered by or activated by like I was before because I've figured out where or in what situations my nervous system might be dysregulated. And when I say that, mm-hmm. I just basically mean your nervous system is coming from a place of being in a chronic state of stress or repeated activation. And so we get different symptoms like anxiety and mood swings and fear or those symptoms of feeling like you're in this like reactive relationship with someone or push-pull relationship with someone or feelings of not being worthy in a relationship. Like all of those different things can actually be a sign that your nervous system is dysregulated. And just that awareness of what state you're in is going to be a really big piece to start your healing journey with breathwork and to incorporate practices to regulate that. Oof. Yep. Love that. There's that. Love it. (laughs) There's that. And that's Okay. So fun, fun question. Yep. I know Becca really likes this question. Um, what is like a perfect Kels day? Like what? We love this question, AMQ. I do this practice called the perfect day and I, nice. Do you want to know what? I have it on my phone background. You guys can't see it on who's listening to this, (gasps) but I have it because it just, it's a reminder that like, what do I want to be intentional with today? So here we go. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Let's go. Buckle up. (laughs) I wake up and I do not press snooze. (laughs) <laughs> I have my morning routine, which includes breath work. I have some sort of like focus hour with myself, whether it includes me reading, maybe I'm not in the mood to read and I just want to dive into some emails for today, that day, whatever that looks like. I go on a walk. I love my morning walks. Um, eat my breakfast. This is like my perfect morning, guys. And then in the afternoons are my time to like explore, tap to tap into more of my feminine side where I like create things. And then at nighttime, I go for a sunset walk to end the day. Um, I just say like hit all my targets with delicious fresh food. And then I'm in bed by 930 and I repeat the next day. That sounds so peaceful. <laughs> and you know what? So- the best part about this, I would love to do that every day in a warm place. Mm. Yeah. In winter and cold and dark, don't get along. Mm-hmm. Especially when those days are longer. So the sunrise, you don't have to wait as long for the sunrises and the sunset walks don't come so soon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm That's like, lovely. Can I go to bed now? I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love th- that. Uh, yeah. These, I love these that days, it's been a strict bedtime. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> At least give me that from the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, love that. Question. Yeah. Love it. You really crushed that ideal day question. 
Okay. How do you want to be remembered? Oh, you know, what's really funny this morning in my book that I just finished one of the chapters and I skipped this part of the assignment was like dumping out your legacy and how you want to be remembered. Ooh. Yeah. This is my all time fave. Wow. The universe is just really aligned today. I think it's it? like, you need to answer this question, girlfriend. You need to go back. You yeah. Need to do it. I do. Um, you did not understand the assignment, Kels. I did not. Maybe if I would have taken action, I could have crushed this question. <laughs> but I think I just want to be seen in a way that I can provide deep transformation to people's lives, whatever that looks like. Um, I just want to be remembered in a way that people can feel... Like, I I don't want to be remembered by the things that I've said or that I've done. I want to be remembered by how I be. That makes mm. any sense. Mm. Yep, yep. Because they I might not remember how you, how, what you've said or anything, but they'll always remember that energy and how they felt exactly. around you, yeah. It's like that Maya Angelou quote. I love that quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really need to go get clear on that question, clearly. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard, it's a heavy one. It. It's a big it is. one. Yeah. It's a big one, yeah. This is yeah. a big one. You probably read it and you were like, whew. Like, you know, you probably got to that place and you're like, I did. I'm not in the mood right now to exactly. do homework. Like I'm trying to read a book. <laughs> like I can totally relate. Yeah, that would be a great question to dump out after a breathwork session. Yes. Because breathwork can be that thing to help you get clear on how you want to be seen. So mm-hmm. there we go. Maybe I need to breathe on it. There you go. I love Maybe that. I need to breathe, breathe on, on it. That. You should trademark that. Start putting that on some shirts or something. I would get it. Breathe <laughs> on it. Oh my gosh. So where can the people find you? We will of course tag you in all of the things, but where can people find you and look to you as a resource and get in touch with you? Yeah. So you can find me on my Instagram page. It's at Kelseyfish underscore. Everything in there is linked in my bio as far as my breathwork sessions, the intake form you can fill out, my podcast, um, which you can find on any podcast platform. And of course, always open to chat. I love when people slide into the DMs. But yeah, that's the main place. Thank you so much for this. This was so insightful. Thanks for having me. Your energy very much is calming and like peaceful Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for your precious time and spending it with us thank you so much awesome and i'm gonna go ask everyone i know these questions (laughs) (laughs) what's everyone riding into battle yeah who's gonna be our character yes yes amazing amazing Okay, well, we are going to send all of the Boo Crew there (laughs) to all of the ways to find you. Thank you again for being here. Boo Crew, we will catch you next week. You know what to do. Answer all of our questions. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Go ahead and slide on in and let's... Wait, did I just just freeze? No. No. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Everyone else, you guys must have been really still because I just thought you froze. Now keep that in because that's just funny. <laughs> Move on up and slide into our DMs, slide into Kelsey's DMs, and we will catch you next week. I, I got, got you, boo. Kidding's love you, bye. That was, you, you fit right on in. Oh God, that was good. Thanks for being here, boo crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I got you, boo pod. 